Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we invest in dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow, specifically using those stocks that have increased their dividend payments to their, to their shareholders for a minimum of 25 years. That's 25 years of increased dividend payments to the shareholders. Our main goal is to obtain a safe, predictable, and consistent 1% or more per week. Today is January 11th. I believe it's a Tuesday. I'm pretty sure. Tuesday, January 11th. It's 11.15 p.m. A.m. Sorry. Let's jump in, see where we are, see where we're going. So, the last 30 days, first one on the list would be a BBV. She opened up this morning at uh, 135.85, and I believe that's where I probably got filled. Eh, that's okay. Is what it is. All that being said, we're done. We're out of there. Uh, next on the list is Lowe's. L-O-W, Lowe's. Right, let's look at the last ninety, uh, last thirty days. We've seen a low all the way down to two thirty-one, and a high all the way up to <coughs> sorry, two sixty-three. Now, she dropped yesterday. She gapped down and dropped yesterday. But she's sitting at two forty-six today. Um, <coughs> some strange reason she's not finding a bottom. Okay, at two forty-six ten. There's still no bottom there. Now, however, I already made my $1,000 off of uh, AT&T. We sold that one. We made, uh, I think, 1100 something. Whatever. Anyway, Lowe's, we got 600 shares. We got this at 258 and she's sitting at... 246. I really don't think we're going to get any money out of this 258 thingy for lows. But let's quickly check, see what she looks like. The bid is 246.44 and the ask is 246.65. That's kind of a big spread for a heavily traded company. Alright, so thing is Now, that's interesting. I'm going to have to double check on this. Uh, all right, so 246, and we got it at 250, I believe. 258. So let's see if we can get something for 258. 255. There we go. We're going to sell this. 31 cents. How many do we have? 600. So that's six contracts at 31. So it sounds something like this. So six lows, 100. That's the weeklies. 14 January 22. That's this Friday. They're only going for 31 cents a share. That's an extra 180 bucks. But I've already made my thousand, so this is going to be an extra 180 bucks. So there you go. There you have it. Wonderful, wonderful. All right.
And she got... As I was saying, Lowe's got filled at 39 cents a share. Okay, I'm okay with that. Um... Next on the list is Procter & Gamble. We only have 200 shares of Procter & Gamble, another dividend king who has been doing rather well. But not today. Today she's dropping. Now, remember, whenever you have a nice run-up, nice profit, like for the last 30 days, we had a low down here at uh, 144.26. Okay? We had a high just last week at 165.32. So we have profit-taking. How many days of profit-taking, I really don't know. So far, we have four days of profit-taking. They still got the dividend coming up in, two, in a week and a half. So all that being said, Procter & Gamble's at 157, and we got this thing at 162, I believe. Let me double-check just to make sure. Yeah, 162. So let's see if we can trade Procter & Gamble at 162. Because we already own it. There's no need to actually go look at all the charts and all that stuff because... Ah. All right, so there is a 162, but it's only $0.08. Cents. So for two contracts, that's $0.16. Cents. It's not even worth my time and effort. I'm just going to leave it alone. Or I could go to next week... At forty-six cents, that's a little less than a hundred bucks. I don't need the money, so I'm just gonna wait it out and see what happens tomorrow. All right, let's jump in. Last but not least is T AT and T. Mm, AT and T. For the last thirty days, we've seen a low at uh, twenty-two oh oh two, and we've seen a high. At 26.82. Now that was last Wednesday, the high. Now this is the 30-day high, not the 90-day high, not the 60-day high, just the last 30 days. Nice escalation, nice movement. She's sitting at 26.27 at this moment in time. Right now, I want to take a look at my trades. Um, we got it at 26, and we sold the 26 call at 62 cents a share. So that means. We made all our money off of that one. That's the one we made a couple um, over a thousand dollars on. So that one alone, I made my thousand dollars on. And I only have twenty six thousand dollars invested in AT and T. For that twenty six thousand, I made my one thousand dollars already for the week. That being said, let's see what else is on our list. Um, we looked at Pfizer last night, and we looked at BK, which is Bank Mellon. So next on the list, we want to take a look at. The Dividend Achievers. Now, the Dividend Achievers, those are companies that have increased their dividend payments for a minimum of 25 years. Not quite as strict um, as the uh, Dividend Aristocrats. Those, you have to be, you know, cream of the crop, top of the line. We have quite a bit to look like. So I'm going to look at half of them today and the other half tomorrow. First on the list is Clorox. CLX. So Clorox started out the year last year around 194.87. Within a couple of weeks, 
end of January, she was at the high of the year at 231.59. From there, it was a quick drop down to a trading range of 187. Traveled that way, oh, all the way to mid-July. And then found the low of the year at 156.23. Bounced off that and it's been going up ever since. Now the past 30 days, she's got a high of 182.23. So where's it going to go? We got profit taking apparently because you have a 30-day high. So you have profit taking yesterday, profit taking today. Where's it going to go? I don't know. Let's take a look at seasonality. Seasonality gives us an idea of where it's going to go based on historical performance. You know, what did it do last year, the year before, the year before, all the way back 10 years to see what's happening. Okay, so apparently Clorox is going to go sideways for about the first two weeks of January before she spikes up a little bit. So we're going to pass on that one altogether. There's way too many to, to take a look at to get into something that's number one is is in the middle of profit taking number two it basically goes sideways at the beginning of the year towards the end of january so that one being said let's jump into the next a g n c a g n c all right AGNC started out the year at 1552. Nice escalation to the high of the year at 1870, which is still a small amount. But from there, she gaps down and continues to go down until she hits a trading range of 16 and then travels in the 16 area all the way up until beginning of December. Then she just tumbles to find the low of the year at 1481. Okay, so that's the low of the year. Filled nicely, moving sideways, a little bit of profit, profit taken, a little bit of profit, profit taken. Right now she's sitting at 1542. So where's she going to go? Let's see where it normally goes this time of year. Ooh, nice. Nice movement to the upside. So we had two indicators so far that says that's a good idea. Now let's take a look at the big chart for AGNC. AGNC into the big chart. Now it's not really a big chart. It's, it's basically just uh, a chart with more detailed information. We got volume. We got um, the RSI index. We got the 50-day moving average. We got a bunch of other averages. So right now we're looking at plateauing out. So it's basically going to sink just a tiny bit more and just go sideways. Um, the buyers and sellers are trading positions. There are more sellers than there are buyers, but the buyers are escalating and the sellers are retreating. So that's a good indication that I might or might not want to do this. But let's take a look at the trade grid and see what she's looking at. The bid right now is 1540 and the ask is 1541. If we were to do a covered call at 1541, the 1550 is going for five cents, not really worth it. Yeah, no. 
Because if you bought it at the money right now, 1541, and you sold the 15 call, it's going for 41 cents. So you're basically buying it and selling it for the exact same price you paid for it. And that, my friends, is kind of pointless. So the numbers don't work here. Although a couple of the charts looked good, the numbers just don't work. All right, CAG is next on the list. CAG. Now, just because all the indicators are pointing in one direction and everything's saying, hey, buy me, buy me, buy me, the numbers just don't work. It's not financially sound investment. In my humble opinion, I have been wrong. All right. CAG, Congra Foods. Oh, Conagra. Conagra Foods. Started out the year at 33.33. Had a nice little run up to 6.2. What is that, May? No, oh, May is 5. June is 6. Alright, so 6.2 would be May. Um, May 2nd. Now from there, she falls, tumbles, 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 and finds its bottom way down here at the end of November at 30.45. Now, after that, she moves up nicely to hit a new 30-day high of 35.11. That's the last 30-day high, okay? A little bit of profit taken yesterday and today. She's sitting at 33.77. Basically, exactly where she started out, almost where she started out last year. So a year ago today, it was like 33-something. And right now, she's at 33.78. All right. So that looks pretty good. I'd like to be um, a little bit more secure with the bottom there. Yeah, we're going to pass on this one because the seasonality says this thing just goes down this time of year. So it's not even worth looking at anything else. EPD. Hmm. EPD. What is that? Enterprise Products Partners. Whatever. Starts out the year at 2146. Found its bottom at the end of January last year. Got its high. 2569 or 2559, somewhere in that area. Got your profit taken, go sideways for a bit, then sinks down. Now, let's check out the last 30 days. We have a 30 day low at 2042 and a 30 day high, which is 2395. And that's today. Now, can it go higher? Yeah, it can because it's not at an annual, not at a 52-week high. It's only a 30-day high and it's easily to go continue going up. But the 30-day high was a gap up from the close of yesterday. It was even higher than the high of yesterday. So she gapped up this morning. I don't know what the uh, market maker's thinking, but let's take a look. take a look at the seasonality this thing is only going to be trading this week so that's it and it's going to go down so 
Mm, I'm not 100% sure, but let's take a look and see what the other numbers look like. Because I am getting a buy signal for the first two charts. Okay, for this week. Um, let's move over to the big chart, EPD, EPD. Now, my friends, this is the buy signal if I've ever seen one. Yep. The buyers are way outpacing the sellers. Uh, three and a half to one. And she is at 2384. Well, anyway, she's sitting at 2385 now. Now, um, let's check. Let's check and see if a covered call is a good idea or div cap play. Div cap play, we already passed that time frame because, it, you know, we got to do that first thing in the morning. Uh, the trade grid for EPD, the bid is 2383. The ask is 2384. Tight um, spread between the two means there's a lot of volume out there today. So if we're going to buy at 2384... And we're gonna sell a covered call. We could sell it for 36 cents. And that's gonna get you 23.86. Now you're buying it for 26.84. Do you really think 23.86 is a good deal? Two cents? No. Be better off selling the 24s. That way you'd get uh, 12 cents. Plus you'd get the difference between the purchase price and the sale price. The numbers really don't work here for me. And it's not a hugely um, Aggressive, hugely big move or anything like that. So LEN's next on the list. LEN. Lenar started out at the low of the year last year, 72.58. She stair steps her way up. When I say stair steps, right, she goes from the low of the year, a little trading range of 77, then she jumps up to a trading range of 85, then jumps up to a trading range of 103. And she drops back down to 95, jumps back up to 105, drops back down to 95, drops back up to 116. Okay, now she's had to... So the last 30 days, we've seen a high at 117.54, and we've seen a low at 105.55, and that was yesterday. She's bouncing off that, so this might be an interesting one to jump in, depending on what uh, the numbers look like. Seasonality for, for Lenar is she spikes up um, the first of the year, then she goes sideways for a little bit. So we get the first two charts are looking good. Let's jump into the second one. L-E-N, there we go. Okay, we get the high of the year at 117.54. She's sitting at 106 at the moment. All right, so the bid is 106.15. The ask is 106.22. That's a big spread. So if we're going to buy it at 106, 
18. And here's your 1% buy right there. You could buy it at 106.09, and then you can sell the 106 call. Someone giving someone the option to buy it from you at 155 per share. Okay? All the stock has to do is just stay where it is or go up. That's a good one. That's nice numbers. Those work. The charts look good. The numbers look good. All right. So Lennar is a good one. I like that one. Uh, next on the list, MS. Morgan Stanley started out the year at $74.97, found its bottom a couple of weeks later at the end of January at $66.93. Stair steps away up to a trading range of 100 and travels that way for the past, ooh, four months. So the last 30 days, we're looking at a high of 105.10. And a low of 94.21. Seasonality for MS looks a little bit like this. Let's open this up. Okay. She's going to go up a little bit, uh, right up in for two more weeks. Then she's going to plateau. That's all I'm going to look at. I'm not going to go you know, further in for the year because I'm only looking to hold this thing for a couple of days. And that's it. All right. Back to my standard chart. Now let's look at the big chart for Morgan Stanley. That's MS. Okay. She's sitting at 143. 104.40. Okay. <clears throat> there are more buyers than there are sellers. Not quite two to one, but close. And the 50-day moving average is to the upside, so this all looks good. The trading range is 104.40 by 104.43. Now, if we're going to buy the 104, ooh, that one's actually not that bad. You buy the 104. 49 and then you sell the 104 and you're getting a whole buck for the premium. That means you buy it, you give someone the right to buy it from you for basically the same price you just paid for it, and you walk away with a buck per share, which is a 1%. Okay, if however, if she drops below 104, you get to keep the stock and keep the money and do it again next week. But it's not bad. Morgan Stanley, they got the dividend coming up in two weeks. Can't really go wrong there. Just for the fun of it, let's take a look at what the vertical would look like for Morgan Stanley. The 103, 104 is going for 61 cents. One, ooh, the one, I doubt this is going to happen. The 102, 103 um, for 75 cents, which is a 30% trade. That one I might take a look at one of my older uh, other accounts. Next on the list is PAA. Oh, I lost quite a bit on this one last year. Plains All American. All right, PAA started up the year at 925. By the end of February, found its bottom at 807. Didn't take long for it to get 
to its high of the year at 1223, and that was the middle of May. From there, she's up, she's down. Over the last 30 days, we've had a low of $88.64. The high for the last 30 days is one zero two five. That's the high of the of the last thirty days. Let's check out the uh, seasonality for Plains All American. See what that says. Seasonality is well. She's gonna go up. She's gonna go up plateau for next two weeks and then she's going to sink for almost the whole year so I'm just going to pass on this one all together because I got a bad taste in my mouth from this one last year and this year the numbers just aren't working PFE PFE isn't that Pfizer <laughs> that is Pfizer we already done Pfizer alright so we got six more to do uh, five more to do because we already did BK and we're going to do those tomorrow. So all that being said, that's basically it for today. We got uh, th three trades we did today. ABBV, we got rid of that. Uh, we sold the lows, a couple of calls there. And then uh, 20 contracts on uh, AT&T, we sold that. All that being said, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader where we invest for weekly and monthly cash flow using dividend stocks. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know if you have any questions. We can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.